your best period of life, your best day, make it the new standard. S-O-H-L. I am George Bronner, and this is my imagination station. I hope that you all grow closer to God and enjoy. Up to a few minutes ago, I wasn't even sure if I was supposed to be preaching this or not. And to be rather fair, what I was going to preach was slightly different, so I suppose I wasn't supposed to. In these imagination stations, I'll usually seek God on what I should preach, and if I hear nothing in particular, I'll look at my greatest challenge of the month. The thing was, I couldn't figure out what it was. I went through days, and I just did not know what I would preach. Then I thought my greatest challenge would have to be then decision-making and problem-solving, and then that progressed to different things, and I just could not settle on anything. And it was from the time of like 7.10 to 7.12 as I was standing back there that it hit me. I am frustrated. And then it was almost as though it echoed in my mind. Frustrated, frustrated, frustrated. My greatest challenge had nothing to do with problem solving or the problems with decision making, but the fact that I was continually frustrated. Now I know what I was supposed to preach about. Fortunately, it was in alignment with what I already had prepared, so it all worked out for my good. Please bow your heads for a word of prayer. Abba, Papa, I thank you for allowing everybody to be in attendance tonight. Everybody under the sound of my voice, Father God. I pray that you'll just open up our hearts, our minds, our ears, Father God, that we will hear, that we will receive, Father God. I pray that everybody will have a takeaway from this message, Father God. I pray that we won't just hear, but we will listen, Father God, that we will heed that which we ought to do. Father God, we thank you and we love you. May we have strength in Christ. May we glorify you and may we be guided in the spirit. We pray this prayer through the precious and the mighty name of Jesus Christ, who is our Lord and our Savior and in the spirit of truth. Amen. So today, the title of my sermon is capital S dot capital O dot capital H dot capital L. So, though spelled a little bit differently. And originally, this was an acronym for problem solving, but it also fits oddly better for frustration. I suppose it's not necessarily oddly, but it fits better, point is. Now, S stands for standard. This came from an optimize that I had done recently, as earlier in the month, I realized that I was burning out. And I realized that I was burning out quickly, but I didn't have an option to stop and rest. So I needed to look back on my past and see times when it was something similar to this. When I was overwhelmed, too much on my shoulders to realistically bear, yet I endured anyways. And I looked at this old time when I would have considered myself to be at my best, and I was trying to see what was it that I'm not doing now that I was doing back then. I implemented those things. I realized not all of them worked, but some of them were unquestionably effective. Now, when I'm talking about standard, it's old best equals new standard. Your best period of life, your best day, make it the new standard. Daily, where to be in life, your decision-making processes. What were you eating? What was your thought process like? Who were you around? How much sleep were you getting? How were you exercising? And a key thing to point out, though, is to be active in adapting to changing situations. 
Because of course, the old you in the situation you were in is very likely much different than present you and where you stand and how your circumstances around you. If you try and take one-to-one things in very different circumstances, odds are you'll get very different results. For example, back then I used to say my most productive period of time was the hour of prayer that I spent with God. And in my last imagination station, I talked about pacing prayer. But the thing was for this month, I had a knee injury that started acting up terribly. And that knee injury caused me to redistribute my body weight weirdly. And then my foot started messing up. So not only could I not do pacing prayer, I could hardly stand. And I also talked about in that last sermon how whenever I just sit in silence, in darkness, just trying to pray to God in my mind, it hardly ever works. Yet I did not sufficiently adapt. And that previously most productive period for my life became vain. If you don't adapt to the changing circumstances, it could be catastrophic or it could very realistically just be useless. This old best new standard serves as a direction and a reminder for where you should go. And then there is O. Now O stands for others. And others, I mean, seek wise counsel. It's real easy to go astray on your own. It's real easy to think that you're in the right without having anybody else in your ear that you're listening to. And more importantly, having somebody in your ear that's credible, that's wise, that's been through this stuff, and that hopes for your best. Because I'll say this, what may seem right to you may not be right. And it sounds like something that's simple, really easy to believe. Yet many times people get surprised by how many mistakes are made in this very mindset. Because while we know it's possible, when it's happening, usually we're ignorant to the fact that, well, it's happening. And it becomes very, very important to have somebody in your corner. I mean, as the Bible says in Proverbs 16, verse 25, NLT, there is a path before each person that seems right. Emphasis on that seems right. What does the Bible say? But it ends in death. It seems right. It may look good, but we don't see that end. That's why you need somebody else in your corner. So the Bible also talks about in Proverbs 11, verse 14, without wise leadership, a nation falls. But there is safety in having many advisors. It's important to have people around you that are beneficial, that help you out. Still, though, it's more important to make sure that you have good people in your corner. Because if you have bad people in your corner, odds are they're going to bring you down lower than if you were on your own. As the Bible says in Proverbs 16, verse 30, with narrowed eyes, people plot evil. With a smirk, they plan their mischief. You can very well get caught in that plan if you open and turn your ears to somebody that's walking in that evil spirit, somebody that doesn't have the best intentions for you, somebody that may very well be wise, yet evil. So be careful who you have in your corner, but it's very important to have somebody a benefit there. Whether it's a spouse, family member, a parent, it's important to have somebody there. And then you have H. H is hope. Hope in the Lord. Because ultimately, as the Bible tells us in Proverbs 16, verse 1, we can make our own plans, but the Lord gives the right answer. Now, again, initially, this was for decision making which this does really align with. I haven't talked about frustration much. I should have improvised better there. But (laughs) we can make our own plans, but the Lord gives the right answers. Even with that wise counsel, even if you're in your own mind and what seems right really, really seems right, 
The Lord is the one that truly has the right answer. This continues with Proverbs 16, verse 3. Commit your actions to the Lord and your plan will succeed. Your plan will succeed. See, H in this acronym is without question the most important. Because, I mean, odds are, for starters, even your old best isn't the best you can be. Some people peak in high school, but they have a lot more that can, well, be brought out from their lives. An individual that uses that as the measure for the new standard can go a lot higher. And when I say old best equals new standard, again, that's just a direction. It's not an end. It's a means to a better end, not the end itself. Commit your actions to the Lord. And lastly, Proverbs 16, verse 33. We may throw the dice, but the Lord determines how they fall. The Lord knows the right way. When we're in the Lord, we will succeed. The Lord knows how the dice will fall. You see how this all ties back together, even with frustrations. Primarily because many times with frustrations, it's because things don't go how we plan. It ties back together with decision making. You make a decision, it turns out to be more difficult. Or it ends up with a whole different end. Or somebody else gets in the way. You end up losing more than you gain. There's a lot of problems that can come about. But it's in the Lord that knows the end from the beginning. That a confidence, a peace, a joy remains ever abundant. Whether it's overcoming stress, anxiety, bad decision making, whatever it may be. And in order to better hope, some things that one can do is, for one, get in the word. I think it is without question the best action, the most practical action one could take. And I think in like every one of my sermons for the last few months, I've mentioned that. Because consistently, no matter the problem, the most consistent answer to give is the word. Next up was prayer. Prayer is also important to read and then to also express If you read the Bible, it'll lead you to prayer. And in my last imagination station, after the 15-minute mark, if you listen to it on brothersoftheword.com for free, I begin to talk about prayer. Various ways to do it, depending on your personality type, your love language, your spiritual pathway. And then there's L. L is simple. L is simply listen. Because as I said in my prayer even, we can hear but not listen. You can have wise counsel, let it go in one ear and out the other. You can ignore every one of these and still hear. But what matters is if one listens. As the Bible states in Proverbs 16, 20, those who listen to instruction will prosper. Those who trust the Lord will be joyful. Tie all this together for any sermon or any message one receives, any advice that is given. In order for it to truly be effective is the one letter L, and that is to listen. Regardless of your frustrations, difficulties in decision making, whatever you may be going through, get some soul in your life. (laughs) Old best becomes the new standard. Others, wise counsels and others, make sure that you have good people in your corner. Hope, put your hope in glory and in the Lord. And listen. Listen to the wise counsel. Listen to the word. Listen, this is my sermon for today. I know my last imagination station was incredibly long and it kind of left me in a tough predicament today because I really think that I preached two sermons back then and the second portion about prayer was what I was supposed to be talking about today, which is probably why the Lord sent me through this tough predicament of figuring out what I was going to talk about because I think it was supposed to be the second portion of that last sermon. But I mean, so it came regardless. The Lord is very merciful. 
I hope that you all have wonderful weeks to come, that you listen, and that you get some soul in your life. Thank you. You are listening to brothersoftheword.com. This was the message titled S-O-H-L by George Bronner. This message is number 4104. That's 4104. To listen to thousands of free messages or to send this message number 4104 to a friend, go to brothersoftheword.com. If this message has been a blessing to you and you would like to help support this ministry, go to IWantToGive.com. That's IWantToGive.com. Listen to BrothersOfTheWord.com often because, brother, you need the word. Brothers of the Word.